I'd like to start with a wonderful memory of deep fried andagi bliss. The Okinawan donut was my favorite treat. Growing up in Hawaii at family gatherings, we were invited to join at the Chinin Family Restaurant in downtown Honolulu's Chinatown. Being allowed to fill up on soda at the drink station and trying out the industrial dishwasher were also fond memories for me. But the highlight of each party was when the family's eldest member, Grandma Chinen, came out of the kitchen to where everyone was gathered to present the big party plate of the doughy, crispy, warm from the fire andagi. Oh, ah. We were all excited and appreciative of her hard work, which made these andagi taste so much more special. Actually, I've had andagi many times since in Hawaii, Japan, and even in Okinawa, where these donuts were invented. But nothing comes close to replicating that beautiful childhood andagi experience. This is probably because, as you may have guessed, it wasn't just about the donut. It was about being included, cared for, and welcomed by a community of people outside my immediate family. This month on my talk show, I've talked with a few women who are great examples of community builders. Although each is so unique in the specific focus of their work, projects, and passions, there is a common thread which takes me back to my great childhood memories of gatherings in Hawaii. Tiffany Rosdale is passionate about supporting people who are in need of guidance and support as they transition in the LGBTQ community. Tiffany is coaching individuals as well as helping the surrounding family and friends to understand and better support their loved ones who are changing. Tokyo-based Tiffany Rosdale is a talented interviewer and podcaster, which is such a great way for her to communicate ideas of inclusion and support. I love her interview with kimono stylist legend, Sheila. Sheila and Tiffany both wear fabulous kimono from Sheila's private collection while they talk about Sheila's child who transitioned and regrets she had about not being more supportive, wishing she could encourage other parents to be more accepting of a LGBTQ plus child. Another stunning example of community building this month comes from Kyoto-based Australian, longtime Japan resident, talented filmmaker, Felicity Tillak. Felicity creating the stunning Japanese film, Impossible to Imagine, set it in the back streets of Kyoto about a young woman who feels isolated and confused about the best path forward. The characters are all stuck between traditional Japan and the needs to change and adapt to a more inclusive modern Japan. 
Felicity's short documentaries are also about modern Kyoto's diverse community and how international residents are creating cultural and traditional connections for local Japanese residents as well as international residents finding common ground and mutual acceptance. Tilak says she wants to portray a more accurate modern sense of what it means to be Japanese in her films. And I find her films, as well as her, point out view of hopeful, inclusive, and inspiring new Japan future. Through her lens, the audience is given a glimpse of the types of communities we need to build more of across Japan. I love the part of Felicity's documentary about the Jam Jar Cafe when the Origami Sensei from the neighborhood comes and talks about feeling so welcomed and comfortable in the cafe as he grew up seeing many of these traditional Minka buildings which the cafe is in, but most of the other Minka have been torn down. So he shares an appreciation with the Australian owner of the cafe to restore and remodel the traditional building to make it a welcoming, inclusive, and modern community space for Kyoto's new mix of residents and visitors. Another woman I talked to this month, Hiroshima-based Erumi Rei Hermosia, is also a champion of inclusion and community building as she supports same-sex couples coming to live together in Japan. Using her paralegal and research skills, she also provides visa advice and know-how to her international and Japanese clients. She also helps international business people navigate the complexities of government subsidies through her business, Chateau Bell. Edemi is an important inspiration to many Japanese and, and international business people as she is also a career coach and mentor who shares her insights, guidance, and techniques which allow people to follow through on their project aims. Like Tiffany is a life coach, Aramie is a career coach. These professional advisors are so important now as we are at the end of 2021, as so many of us are feeling lost and in such desperate need of life and career support. People with coaching skills are also able to listen to us. They can help us see a clearer path forward. Another community builder on a more spiritual level is Victoria Yoshimura, who I talked to this month. Originally from England, Victoria overcame resistance to marry into a Buddhist priest family and overcome linguistic hurdles to become a Buddhist priest herself. She is now well known for her beautiful chanting. Victoria has broken through all sorts of barriers in her traditional community as a woman, foreigner, priest, business owner, and mother. 
She has added a level of inclusiveness that only she could give by welcoming international and Japanese residents and visitors alike to take part in not only a spiritual journey at the temple, but also to provide a comfortable place to stay. She has infused her own heritage into the design of the temple guest house, taking quality elements like the hundred-year-old wooden beams from the original building floorboards and adding English-style B&B warmth and comfort. Many guests say it is like coming home, feeling welcome and cared for. These are not typical reactions from a hotel stay in Japan. My last but not least example this month is Lisa Mimura, a young and talented community builder based in Hiroshima. When I talked with Lisa Mimura of My Japan about coming from an artisan family of fude brush makers in the town of Kumano, she is so grateful of her rich cultural heritage. Lisa grew up learning calligraphy, kimono, and traditional Japanese culture, but adds that it was this background in combination with international travel abroad that has given her the confidence to launch her own business. Lisa's projects make the most of her traditional heritage and community connections to launch innovative new events, tours, and projects. She has a wide network of collaborations with artists, entertainers, and craftspeople, in addition to community activists and business people. Her vision, coordination, and management helps many young artists and craftspeople bring their creative interpretations of traditional Japanese culture and heritage to a public stage. Lisa's work gives me hope for the future of Japan as she is creating a new way forward based on her ties to diverse communities. She's finding ways to balance the needs of people, planet, and profits in new creative, inclusive, and innovative ways. I reflect back on that warm welcome I was given as an outsider in Hawaii by a local family with ties to the local community who brought me in with open arms. Of course it wasn't just about the Andagi Donut, as these other entrepreneurs also show us this month. It's not just about one final product either. Instead, it's about the community, the inclusion, and maintaining a wider sense of belonging. Doesn't it seem just a little more difficult to connect and include one another this year as our smiles are covered by masks still? Finding ways to support and show support for others by saying a kind word, writing a note, sending a holiday card with a thoughtful message, or sharing some yummy treats you made can really help others who are feeling lost. I'd like to end with a little support for you and a reminder, please say it aloud and proud. You are capable, you are so worthy, and you are loved. Please take care of yourself. Have a great end of year, and I'll reconnect with you in 2022.